Modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, 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 dads. Just a couple of dudes talking news, sports, and guys. Welcome to this podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dads podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. This is episode number 38. Alongside me today, I have Greg Craywick. Hello. What's up, Greg? How are you doing? And we also have Kelly Stevens. Yay. No, Yay. no, he's actually, he is not uh, here today. I am so sorry that he is gone. He is... Uh, wait, oh, oh, not everybody's No, I mean, he's... He's gone. Not that he's anyway. All right. We have some, uh, sorry, Kelly. We have some people that you're excited that that you're gone. Stop it. Okay. Anyway, here we go. Well, this is episode number 38. We are celebrating a huge milestone in the Modern Christian Dads podcast. We are celebrating the over 1K play mark, Greg. Yes, that's awesome. How about that? That's exciting. exciting. Something's happening. That's right. Yes, something something is, is happening. MCD Nation, thank you for all of you that listen. And Kelly, we're thinking of you, buddy. So get better. He's just kind of feeling down a little bit, a little sick today. In other words, he's kind of a weenie. So no, just mm-hmm. kidding. We'll get him back in the game next week. He'll be back. Yay! And it'll be very exciting. So let's dive into it today. Talking news, sports, and God. You ready to go, Greg? I'm ready. Let's crack open that ice cold. Oh, man. All over my computer. Whoops. No, just Darn it. hopefully it still works. Ice cold Mountain Dew, and we're going to dive right into it. Okay, guys, here we go. Greg Craywick, often our childhood, our early years, our teenage years are defined by events, songs, TV shows. And I always tell people, if, if I could sum up my early teen, teen years, it would be the show Saved by the Bell. Same here. Big Saved by the yep. Bell fan, early 90s, those kind of things. Zach, AC Slater. Yeah. Who else was Jesse? Screech. Screech. Mm-hmm. Who were the other two girls? Uh, Lisa, Jesse, oh. and the cheerleader. I forgot the cheerleader. Uh, I should know her. T- T- Tiffany Amber Thiessen is her real name. Yeah. But anyway, Saved by the Bell reboot. Mm. How about this, Greg Craywick? Mm-hmm. With Mario Lopez, Elizabeth Berkeley to debut on NBCU streaming service, Peacock. And it's getting crazy with all these streaming services now. You almost want to go back to expensive cable because yeah. by the time you buy 10, 12, 15, you got to pay 10 bucks a month per streaming service, mm-hmm. per you know Netflix, yeah. Hulu, ESPN Plus, you're, all these things. You're paying more than you would for cable at that point. Right. Anyway, Peacock is going to be the streaming service. Say by the Bell reboot, reboot hails from Universal Television and will be written in executive Produced by Tracy Whitfield, Peter Engel, and Franco Barrio will executive produce. Pretty good pedigree there as Engel was an executive producer on Saved by the Bell, as well as spinoffs The College Years and The New Class. Barrio produced on all three of those series. Here's the new version's perfect log line. When California Governor Zach Morris gets into hot water for closing too many low-income schools, he proposes they send the affected students to the highest performing schools in the state, including... Remember that name, that high? Bayside. Bayside, yeah. Bayside High. The influx of new students gives the overprivileged Bayside kids as much needed and hilarious dose of reality. Lopez was definitely will be back, played jock and army kid. Uh, AC Slater, he'll be back. Yeah. Berkeley, who played overachiever and feminist Jesse Spano, the two characters dated throughout much of the original series, which followed a close-knit group of six friends trying to make it through their teens while attending Bayside High School in Palisades, California. Give me your hot take here on this. What do you think? You know, I would just say 
when you saw Fuller House come out and do their thing, I figured there was going to be a bunch of other TV shows that were going to kind of follow suit with that. And I'm really not that surprised that Saved by the Bell is doing this. I mean, I'm, I, I think I'll watch it because it, you know, it kind of reminds me of my high school years. And, yep. Yeah. So, and man, Mario Lopez, he's like a stud, man. That guy, that guy's a beast. He looks he's younger. Ripped. He's, he looks younger yeah. than he did I mean, when he was on Saved by the Bell. He looks amazing for so okay so it was kelly kapowski that's who it was kelly kapowski Kelly Kapowski. remember her i mean who was your i'll confess i mean my my wife is still to this day wildly obsessed and crushing on carmen i think it's kind of awkward but i think she is really she just won't confess it but i do confess as a teenage boy i was a kelly kapowski guy really i was like she's so pretty i just i want to marry her someday i think i'm with her (laughs) so anyway uh and she's still looking pretty good but you know and all of them are zach i saw him on uh zach i was a zach guy were you zach or ac guy ac slater Um, i think i was probably more of a slater guy okay you're more of a slater guy (laughs) well great show man and they actually had some good themes and uh i very relatable as a teenager in that time frame and uh it's it's funny the old it's funny now as you go 20 20 25 years later that's scary that makes you feel old right i think the only one that went crazy was screech uh he like got into porn and some crazy stuff yeah Oh, I think but it, uh, Jimmy Fallon did like a spinoff. Like yes. A thing he, yeah. His, he did a little yeah, spoof video. Yeah. That was great, that man. Was cool. So saved by the bell. I'm excited. I haven't seen any of the other ones. I know like, uh, like you said, Fuller house, oh, wow. uh, Roseanne, like, you know, all these Tried, ones. Yeah, what she, about Urkel? They need to come back with Steve Urkel. <laughs> yeah, family, maybe, family matters, maybe. right. Or something like that. Yeah. Fresh, pr- fresh Prince of Bel Air. How about a spinoff of that? Anyway, I'm sure it'll be really good. So shout out to saved by the bell coming back bringing all those childhood memories back. And that's what I tell my kids all the time. Like, it's going to be funny. I just turned 40 this year, but I talked about how, like, for example, you talk to someone who's old now, old meaning, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say like 70, 80. And uh, like, uh, they love oldies music and stuff like that. Like Little Deuce, Coop, or Beach Boys, you know, stuff like that, oldies music. Sure. And I think like, well, when I was a high schooler, and that was their high school music. Mm -hmm. Well, when I was a high schooler, it was like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre. So, I mean, I'm saved now. (laughs) (laughs) um, you know am I going to be rocking that when I'm like 90 years old hip hop hooray oh oh my gosh yeah in the nursing home yeah. they're gonna be playing that anyway who knows but uh we are excited for say by the bell we give a thumbs up to that and yes. uh, check it out on peacock streaming services coming very very soon all right well we've talked about this a little bit here and there on the great on the modern christian dads podcast we talk about some of these industries that are closing and shifting with internet amazon that there's some of these products and things that just aren't popular anymore speaking of things that were popular when we're we're kids or Mm -hmm. all these brands or products which are now beginning to fade and that's also a scary thing so i found this article 26 well-known brands on the brink of extinction i won't go through all 25 but here are just a few number one wheaties wheaties is on the verge of extinction wheaties guy yeah i mean i eat wheaties yeah, uh, I I'm mean, a, I always dumped a half a pound of sugar on them. Right, yep, yeah, yep. I ate them. I'm a cookie crisp guy. Yeah. Cookie crisp. Oh, man, <laughs> I could just go on in cereals, yeah, for sure. But Wheaties is dying. We don't know I much how longer. I that. It's uh, life support the, right now. They always had the star athletes on the on the box. Jordan, Wayne Gretzky. I mean, a lot of the Olympic people were on the cover of the cereal box and everything. And they're trying. They're trying to keep it going. They're trying to put the athletes yeah. on the box, but it's just, it's fading potentially on the verge of death. All right. The next one, Crocs. How about Crocs? Crocs. 
Yeah. I, Sales you, are declining. Everything is fading. Have you ever owned a pair of Crocs? I think I did buy a Walmart Crocs one yeah. time, yeah. but I, I never rocked them like in public a lot. It was more like at home, <laughs> walking around the yard kind of thing. Yeah, right. And we did cover this on the Mod MCD Nation a while back because they just came out with Crocs with fanny packs on the really? Crocs hmm. a couple months back. Clearly, that didn't start spark the revival <laughs> no. No. for Crocs. So Crocs on the verge of losing it and going out of business. Next one, GNC. I, I brought yeah. this one up because... The only time I was ever interested in GNC was when I was a high school kid, yep. like trying to be an athlete right. above like, oh yeah, I got to go to GNC and get yep. some vitamins. And then you become an adult and it's like, it's, it's just a sham, man. Yeah. Like those vitamins don't do anything for you. Yeah. I thought, I thought <laughs> something was kind of up with them when they started putting their GNC like areas inside Walgreens drugstores. Yeah. Usually when a company does that, you know, like, all right, something's yeah. up. They're desperate for sales. Definitely overrated. Right. So expensive. Like, yeah. Anyway. Down with GNC, I'm fine oh, with that. GNC. Next one, Kmart is, yeah. uh, as you've seen, I mean, there are some left in existence, but mm -hmm. they're closing every year. They've gone through bankruptcy, haven't been able to come back. So Walmart soon on its way out, is, or Kmart, Kmart, excuse me, not Walmart, Kmart. Walmart will never die. Blue Light Special. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were there. They, they they were there for a while. but Yeah, I know. Kmart, I mean, I remember going to Kmart all the time when I was a kid, and just the blue light, they, they'd wheel yep, it around blue, on that cart. <laughs> yep, Blue you Light know, Special. There's a Blue Light Special in housewares right now. Oh, man, it was great. Yeah, and so, I think, weren't they the ones that kind of started the layaway program, too? Wasn't I think, that yeah. by Kmart? I think so. They they definitely had some of those trendy yeah. type things mm -hmm. that they tried to do, some of which are very memorable, but yes. no longer in existence anymore. Right. I.e. the blue light special. All right. Next up, the Harley Davidson. Harley Davidson is not like they're on the verge of I was closing, say, yeah. but th their sales have, have, and I don't have the stats right in front of me, but significantly declining because Harley Davidson is kind of an old man thing Yeah. in a sense. Like uh, millennials are, are not interested in the Harley Davidson. So it's kind of, you know, 50, 60 and older type motorcycle, you know, old guys, I want the sound. How about you? I've never been a Harley Davidson's guy. I've never really ever. have been. Now I've rode a couple of them and they are not as smooth as say like Japanese bikes. Um, now my father-in-law had a V-Rod. You know okay. what I'm talking about? The I do not know what a V-Rod is. Developed by Porsche and all this okay. and that. And that was a really smooth motorcycle. I mean, they did extensive testing on that thing. And, I mean, it was a great motorcycle. And and I, I noticed a lot of the new motorcycles that they're coming out with are very modern looking, very European yep, looking. Trying to and get they're trying to appeal to a younger. A sporty yep, yep, type look. Yep. Yeah, and I think they even have an electric motorcycle now that they've come Okay. Yeah. So they are, they're, they're. They're reeling right now in a sense because yeah, they're trying to figure out what to do. I would say if they can't sell motorcycles, they'll make it on clothes because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that love Harleys that can't afford the motorcycles, and, and but they have yeah. the clothes. So. Right, right. They they have a Yamaha and a Harley jacket or something like yeah, that, right? Yeah. If I had a big pile of money, I would get the sweetest BMW motorcycle. I, mm. I've never ridden or, or excuse me i've never drove a bmw motorcycle but i had a friend who had like the high end what's the big the honda big bike that everyone loves oh, the goldwing uh, the goldwing yes. like essentially the goldwing version of the bmw uh -huh. and that was such an amazing machine it was like brand new i was like i would get a bmw bike if yeah. i had a motorcycle yeah bmw was making motorcycles long before they were making cars all right and this one shout out to kelly stevens uh slim fast 
Oh, slim fast, Kelly Stevens. Mm. It's it's uh, it, at one point it was uh, worth a valued at a billion dollars. Uh, then it, I think it's down to its value. I think its highest value in the article said one point six billion or something like that. Wow. Now the value is around three hundred million. Yeah, is slim also. fast. They've been around for a long time. Slim fast uh, is going downhill. So hmm. sorry, Kelly Stevens. Yeah, I have to find some other program for you. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next article. There's, all right. al- there's always curves, Kelly Stevens. Speaking of, of Kelly Stevens and girls and you know all that kind of stuff, <laughs> let's talk a little Olive Garden. Is your wife um, Olive Garden? Yes. It seems like it seems like this is a chick place, this, isn't it? Is. It's got definitely. Be. I don't dislike Olive Garden, but it's definitely I, a chick place. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Nothing against Olive Garden, but it is definitely yeah, chick place. Right. I mean, if you you want to you want to uh, put a smile on the wife's face, yep. you say, "Honey, soup. I think we should go to Olive Garden soup right and now. breadsticks and have oh. the soup and salad together." Oh, right. Geez. They love that soup and salad at yeah. uh, uh, good old Olive, Olive Garden. Garden. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay, I found an article: secrets Olive Garden does not want you to know. All right, and some of them refer. The one thing I do, I will say that I like, which is probably really bad for you. Love the breadsticks. I do like the bread sticks. All you can eat. Yeah. At Olive Garden. Okay. But here's an article, things that they don't really want you to know. The first one is they almost limited their breadsticks. Check this out. In 2014, one Olive Garden investor presented how much money the chain loses on unlimited breadsticks. Thus, they proposed limiting the cult favorite. Wow. That's kind of surprising. I I would definitely walk away at that point. I'd be like, honey, we're going to save money and we're going to go to Fazoli's. Yeah, I don't think it would turn the chicks away, though. They'd still go there. Yeah, they would. All right. And then uh, because supposedly they like the salad, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. The best time to eat is, and I actually discovered this to be true one time, the best time to eat is weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. So that mid-afternoon between lunch and dinner, you'll get the best bang for your buck at Olive Garden. Their dinner duo deal is an $8.99 entree plus never-ending Salad, Salad and breadsticks. Bread right. Yeah. So that's a pretty good. That's the other thing about Olive Garden that annoys me a little bit. It doesn't seem like that amazing of food, and it's just gotten expensive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, say. I feel like it's even for two people. If you go for dinner at night, mm-hmm. it's uh, fifty bucks or something like that. By the time you slap the yeah. tip on there and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, as long as you like lasagna and salad and. All right. The next one, you won't go away. You won't get away with only trying to eat the free breadsticks. Try as you may. Servers have a system to deal with people trying to scam the restaurant. Servers are not allowed to drop the second basket of breadsticks until someone orders. Wow, I didn't know that. Other reports claim servers aren't even supposed to bring one basket until customers actually order. So Kelly Stevens, you can't go in there and just get the free breadsticks. You got to order something. (laughs) All right. Couple more there is, however, a rule of thumb. This is very interesting too for how many breadsticks come in your basket. Olive Garden does have a policy on breadsticks. Typically, a server is supposed to bring one stick per person plus one extra for the first basket. After that, the rule of thumb is one breadstick per person. Oh, so they are kind of like yeah, they're monitoring that. They're yeah. Uh, Oh, well. All right, a couple more. We're going to move on because it's, it's quickly becoming a girl show here. I mean, talking yeah. all this Olive Garden, I'm feeling girly. All right, some of the food is frozen. Here's my conspiracy theory I'm going to get to in just a second. But the soups are made in-house daily, but all the desserts are frozen. The pasta, however, is made to order. The restaurant only uses microwaves for heating, dipping sauces, and warming desserts. So here's my cons- conspiracy theory for you mr greg craywick is that that one time i got they had a special going on you like buy the dinner meal or whatever Mm -hmm. and then you get one to take home with you 
And then it was like came the I nice remember. little things yeah. and it was like, just heat it up in the microwave. And I did that and I felt like it tasted like the same as the food I ordered that day. So from that moment <laughs> on, I was like, dude, they just, yeah. it's a microwave meal. Yeah. Literally, they throw this in a microwave, <laughs> heat it up, and then they charge well, us like me, $20 per meal. Yeah. How many, this is true. How many breadsticks did you get to take home? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't remember that. I was just like, this taste is weirdly the same. Like, I many, think they're microwaving yeah, food. Yeah. How many people are in your household? Because that's the only amount of breadsticks you're going to get to yeah. take. Yeah. I mean, and just, just let your mind roll with that for a minute. Think about that. Do you ever really hear any cooking going on when you're in? Not really. Olive garden mm -hmm. i mean it's just microwaves back there yeah. that's all it is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh sorry ladies all hope is lost yeah. for you okay honey let's go to let's go to all i'll still eat there though but anyway yeah. okay uh the most popular i found this article I, this is really cool we're not going to roll through all of them but the most popular summer song of the last 44 years here's how i'm going to do this mr greg craywick okay. i'm just going to go in five year increments starting in 1970 Ah, the year I was born. You were born in 75. Yes, I was. Oh, praise the Lord. I yeah. was born in 1979. So here we go. 1975, you're, you're born. All right. Yes, sir. One of these nights uh, by the Eagles. Yes. I don't even know how that one goes. Oh, I do. Okay, sing a little line in there. We have to sing these because I don't know if we can oh, play. No, you we, didn't, I don't you know didn't. if we can play audio versions. We'll get sued. Yeah, uh, well, we'll just pass. I, okay. I'll have to do that some other 1980, <laughs> it's still rock and roll to me, Billy Joe. It's still yeah. rock and roll yeah. to yep. me. Yep. Uh, not a Billy Joel fan, but that was the song. 1985, how about this one? Shout, Shout. Tears for Fear. Shout. Shout. Let it Let all out. Yeah. Yeah. These are the things. Uh, yeah. yeah with that, something. Come something on. Fun. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Come on. So anyway, 1985, shout, tears for fears. 1990, oh. Vision of Love by oh, Mariah Carey. Jeez. I was yeah. a Mariah Carey fan, but I actually played this one on YouTube and I was like, I don't remember that song being that amazing. No, I don't either. So I'm not sure how that got summer song of the year. But keep in mind, these are summer song of the year. All right. Not necessarily the whole year. 1995. This is where I started really getting in my zone in music. And I really did like this one. Waterfalls, TLC. Don't go chasing. Don't go That's chasing right. waterfalls. waterfalls. Yeah. Just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. There you go. Da -da -da. TLC. Great band. Great chick group there. Three, three female singing group or whatever. They had some great tunes back in the day. T Shout out to TLC. Damn. I think one of them died like left eye. I remember they had funky names too, like left eye yeah. and something like that. Right. All right. 2000 bent by matchbox 20. No, I don't remember that song. Okay. You will, if you listen to it, I'm like, I was too, I was confused. I'm like bent by matchbox 20. And then I listened to it. I can't mm -hmm. even sing it. It's really kind of a, it's not that really singable of a tune, but it is memorable. If okay. that makes any sense. All right. And I'm very surprised again here. 2005. So we're 75 to 2005. We belong together by Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Yeah. And I listened yeah. to that one on YouTube. Just again, not the whole song. So if anyone passed by my office earlier today at the church and are like, man, our pastor is a <laughs> wretched sinner. He's listening to the Eagles, Billy Joel, Tears for Fears, Mariah Carey, TLC, Did, Matchbox 20. Have you ever listened to the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have too. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, and there are, are they on here or not in here? No, they're not on I here. think they're on one of those, kinda... but give it away, give it away, give yeah. it away now. Yeah, I remember in that, <laughs> that 2000 era with Matchbox 20 and, and all those guys, yeah. that, that's kind of when they came on the scene. But Mariah Carey there, all of her songs sound the same too. After you listen to all of her music, yeah. it's like all the same. Anyway. Yeah, she can sing at like four octaves. Yeah. I mean, her, 
Her voice is amazing. Yep. I do like her voice. Got to admit it. 2010 California Girls, Katy Perry. Now we start moving into the Katy Perry era. Oh, yeah. Formerly a lover of Jesus. Now, I don't know what she is. But uh, anyway, with Snoop Dogg, California Girls, this is where she starts to explode and get really, really popular. Anyway, enough of that. 2015. And this, this is what I noticed. As I was going through this, is this begins to show your age, obviously, because yeah, like, because no when I hit the '90s, when I was looking through all the '90s, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, right. and to, and early 2000s, and then I got about 2007 to 10, and, yep. and I was like, who who are these people? What kind of music is this? You know, <laughs> that's because I got saved and you know, kind of started pushing that music out of my life. Anyway, uh, 2015 cheerleader by OMI, and I went and listened to this one too, and I was like, well. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, it's kind of an islandy kind of dude, like uh, oh am I? Yeah, oh am I? I don't even. At know least that is. song, anyway. Hmm. Uh, and then, uh, as of today, this summer song, which is funny, this is like a fun. I've heard this at football games. Old Town Road, Little Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray coming back, and we all know Billy Ray for. Achy breaky heart. heart. So there you go. Yeah. Anyway, those are some of the songs. Maybe I took you back down memory lane, or you can just go Google, Google it, look it up. The most <laughs> popular summer song of the last 44 years, and you can take a stroll down memory lane. We talked about Say by the Bell. We talked about old school music. Ultimately, what were you, Greg, growing up there in the teen, teen years? Were you, did you find yourself pocketing in a certain style of music? Like, for example, I remember late. Um, late elementary, like fifth to sixth grade. I mm-hmm. remember that's uh, fifth to sixth grade. That's like when New Kids on the Block was blowing up. And I remember, like, if if you as a boy thought they were cool, like you were, yeah, going to be a nerd. Right. And I remember like secretly liking them. You know, like, oh man, I really like New Kids on the Block. Uh, <laughs> and then I've always been into boy bands, like NSYNC. Really? I loved NSYNC. So um, I was always more. Do into, you do you secretly like Olive Garden too? Yeah, or, right, right. I'm just, asking, yeah. I, I, I'm just curious now. No, when I was in middle school, I was listening to Guns and Roses and okay. Motley Crue. And then when I got into high school, then I was introduced to the gangster rap, okay, yep. the Snoop Dogg, the Dr. Yep. Dre. You know. Yeah. So you're actually, you're four years older than me or yeah. four, yeah, four, 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 five. And that's kind of right where my uh, sister was at your mm-hmm. age. And she was in, hit that pocket with uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, what were the other, what were the two blondes? She's my cherry pie. Warren, Warren, Warren. <laughs> you know, band, too. Def Leppard. Yep. Like, Def you know, Leppard. she was into that. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sugar yep. Okay, we're going to get sure, sinful yeah. real yeah. quicker. Uh, you know, bands like that. Yeah. And I was just more like young where I, I knew it, you know, and mm-hmm. heard it, but wasn't like really into music yeah. quite, quite yeah. yet. You yeah. know, I think JD Lang was like the head guy in the band Warren. I think he actually died from a drug overdose or something like that. I was reading yeah. a while back. But yeah. Warrant, no, what's up? White, white, white Snake and <laughs> right, yeah, all that. So stuff. I got more into the pop kind of stuff, yeah. boy band, and then mm-hmm. transition into then you know Snoop Dogg and Dre came yeah. out, Eminem, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. All right, enough of that stuff. Let's finish up by talking some sports, and then we will talk some spiritual talk. Have you ever got benched before playing sports, Greg? Um, yeah. Well, I figure I should shout this out. We're in the football season. Giants bench. Uh, Eli Manning, hmm. uh, they will start Daniel Jones quarterback in week number three. Let me read this for you. The inevitable has happened a lot sooner than anticipated because we're on this like 
theme of old stuff and retro, etc. Well, the New York Giants have named rookie Daniel Jones their starting quarterback for Sunday's game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, replacing Eli Manning. Hmm. He's done. The time is over. The era of Eli Manning has come to an end. How old is Eli Manning? I, I want to he? say he's roughly 37, so he's not way up there. So he's not no, Tom Brady, you know. No, but he's been playing for a while. I mean, usually by 37, these guys are are retired and done. Yeah. Well, we know that the NFL rules are now favoring the quarterback. You can't smash him and mm. tackle him like you used to. So it is bringing longevity to the quarterback position in the NFL, but diminished skills. Uh, and so the Eli Manning era has come to an end. Yeah. I, you know, I remember watching the Bears game one time when I was a kid, and Jim McMahon was the quarterback Jim McMahon and he had just got done throwing <laughs> they're throwing a pass to somebody this is a kind of a foggy memory but after he had thrown the pass it was like three or four seconds and one of the the uh the defenders from the other team just came up and picked him up <laughs> and threw him down on the ground and it and it like caused some severe damage into his shoulder and everything wow. it was a serious injury yeah and and the player that did this from the opposing team had his towel hanging from his waist and he had a bunch of players names that he was drawing lines through like he was smashing <laughs> oh, and McMahon's man. name he was over there he drew a line through it on his on that towel wow. yeah I don't remember what I don't remember that, that oh. game but I just remember seeing that happen it's like wow these quarterbacks take a beating not anymore not in now it's now because of Tom Brady I think and now if you sniff on sniff them blow yeah. at him uh, you know flag comes the way so it's a good it's <laughs> a good yards. time to be a quarterback in the NFL Jim McMahon days not so much yeah, not so much. All right. Well, we're going to thank our sponsor, turn it over to our sponsor, Grace Point, and then we'll dive into some spiritual talk today, guys. Here we go. Hi, my name is Jeremiah Johnson. I am the host of Grace Point Daily and the Modern Christian Dads podcast. But most importantly, I have the coolest job of being the lead pastor of Grace Point Assembly in Carthage, Missouri. Our church is about helping people discover a relationship with Christ and your purpose in Him, connecting other followers of Christ together in relationship and living out the mission of God. Why don't you join us for a service next time you're in this area? For more information, service times, and our address, go to gracepointag.org. We hope to see you soon. All right, let's dive into some spiritual talk here, Greg. I had to close. I have my computer for me. I just realized the whole show I've had Tiffany Amber Thiessen, like, picture right there and i had to close that in jesus name oh, you know yeah. like i have a great wife R rachel she's amazing That's so right. she's better she actually is pastor rachel's in way better shape and looks way better than tiffany <laughs> tiffany at this point in life so praise god thank you jesus all right <laughs> Let's get focused. Let's All right. Get focused <laughs> well, I read this article today, guys. I thought it was very interesting for us as guys. The title of the article was Draw Near to the Devil and He Will Draw Near to You. Yeah. Uh, we have that great verse in James 4, 7, 8 that says, So then surrender to God, stand up to the devil, and resist him and and he, and he will turn and run away from you. I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. Move your heart closer and closer to God and he will come even closer to you. But make sure you cleanse your life, you sinners, and keep your heart pure and stop doubting. So I thought it was a nice little twist, Greg, to this yeah. scripture. You know, we, the Bible says draw near to God. He'll draw near to us, but we can go another direction. The opposite of not drawing near to God would be drawing near to the devil uh, his ways mm -hmm. and what he has for our life. And so I thought it was kind of a, a good twist on that verse. Yeah. And that's very easy to do since he's the ruler of the air, so to speak. And, and it's the world system that he's running. 
when we walk or turn away from the Lord, just in a little, in a little bit or a little way, you automatically are drawing near to the devil, maybe without even realizing yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it can be a little scary. I thought there's a few points that the article brought up, or at least from my interpretation that I think are as good for us is how can we, so I guess the overall question we're going to pose or talk about a little bit is how can we resist the devil? And the big thing, which I think is rule number one, I wrote down here in my notes mm-hmm. is don't put yourself in that environment. Right. The one thing in Proverbs, actually, I didn't write down all the scriptures in Proverbs, but Proverbs talks about this a, a bunch. It's basically like, don't meet with her. Don't go to her house. Don't go down her street. Yeah. And, and the wisdom writer, Solomon was talking about, uh, immorality was talking about immorality was talking yeah. about sin was right. like, Hey, don't connect with her. Uh, don't get near to her. Cause that's, that'll be the first step uh, of going in the wrong direction. Right. Yeah. And, and also, so environment is everything for us as guys. Right. And he was also talking about the adulterous praise on your very life mm-hmm. as, as a person, your very life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I know that I know what you're talking about, about how he had saw the young man going to the, the woman's house yep. who had just gotten married and her husband went away on a journey. And yeah. Yeah. So we can, I mean, there's two things that we're talking about here. Number one is that we have to stay away from sin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're in an interesting time in the life of the church because, again, talking about the old school days here with music, things like that, you know, there have been periods uh, within the last 50 years, 75 years in life, the church, where we had these holiness periods, right? Mm -hmm. Where it was like, you know, women stick your hair in buns, wear skirts, don't go to movies. And, And there was really some legitimate value to that some of that, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the value was holiness, was separating yourself from the world sure. to pursue God. It, it became unhealthy at times or out of balance, if you will. But if you really sit down and think about the concept or the idea of holiness, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It, it is a very good thing that we all need in our life. And now we're kind of in this era of Christianity where it's do whatever you want. God loves you. Yeah. You know, whoever you are, just be what you are. God, right. forgiveness, love, grace. And yeah. so it is very interesting and it, and it has manifested itself. And, you know, t- today in the church, as far as, you know, you know, here, we're sitting here doing a podcast, we're dressed casually, but mm-hmm. you know, as pastor, I don't wear a suit and tie every Sunday anymore. Nope. Those, I mean, I wear a suit coat or dress shirt, et cetera, and I'm trying to look nice, but you know, we've kind of shifted a few of those things, but there is a little bit of a danger and that now we have welcomed things into the church at times. Mm-hmm. And so one, one thing I'm trying to get as number one is, is our environment that we as guys watch our environment that we're constantly putting ourselves in, in terms of friends, the places we go, the things that we do, right? I mean, if I go to the, if I go to the adult bookstore every day, uh, that's not a good environment you know, right. to be in. Uh, right. If, right. And I was, I'll <laughs> say just that even with the music that we were talking about, what we used to listen to, there you go. School, yeah. I mean, if I listen to certain songs, it takes me back to an ex-girlfriend. Yes. And then you've got Facebook. So, hey, you know, what's she up to now? And it just, it starts this unraveling that can happen. And before you know it, you're in trouble. Yeah. So environment is everything. But number two, the devil. So we can keep ourselves out of those environments. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Still, sin is still going to chase us. Oh, for sure. So the devil's chasing us. So it's like, hey, I don't care if you stop going to the bar. I'm still going to chase you. Yeah. I'm still going to be creative in presenting sin into your life. So sure. the environment of not only resisting uh, 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 environment, but then resisting sin that's going to be in our life. Mm-hmm. And so the second note I made here, Greg, was don't forget about your atmosphere. And I thought this was interesting. And I knew this, but, you know, again, something I don't always think about in 
in some senses. In Ephesians 2.2, it says, it wasn't that long ago that you lived in the religion, customs, and values of this world, obeying the dark ruler of the earthly realm who fills the atmosphere with his authority and works diligently in the hearts of those who are disobedient to the truth of God. So guess what? The devil works, and not to sound weird and religious and woo-woo-ish, but this is mm-hmm. true. The devil is in the atmosphere. Oh, yes. He's working it. And how, how oh, this is not the right way to say it, but how excited do you think the devil is? I don't know if he gets excited or whatever, but how excited do you think he is about this era of humanity? Oh, I think he's very The internet? Excited. Yes. Radio? Yes. Television? For sure. I mean, how he can... You can access sin in a half a second. I mean, you never had to work. You don't. You you haven't ever had to work as easy. And I don't know. Maybe I'm not saying it right. It used to be a lot harder to go out and find what you want. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. If you wanted to see something, you used to have to buy a yes. magazine. You yes. used it's to have never, to never been easier than it is in this. Get the physical yes. VHS, the yes. DVD. Right. The I mean, now sin is in the atmosphere for sure. Uh, God's in the atmosphere too, but we need to know that the devil is working yes. and and he has a plethora of tools at his access yeah. to come at us guys yeah. in it's a lot like of ways. There's, it's like there's no limit now. I yep. mean, the imagination, whatever you can imagine, you can go out and look and see and 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 find. It's It's scary. So we have to, in that verse, it says, resist the devil and he will flee. And in the article, this guy brought up a good point. And he talked about like, are, have we, do we even have resistance? Do we even resist mm-hmm. anymore? Have we, do we have strength to resist the enemy or the devil or his schemes or tactics as a church? Are we even making an effort? Mm-hmm. Do we have the ability to resist him or we just let everything come at us? Yeah, I think the ability is there. It's whether or not we choose to use it. Yes. I mean, and, and that's the, that's the verse I wanted to read, Ephesians yeah. 6.10. It says, now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Yeah, which is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank God for it. And we're trying to so often, you know, that's the big thing is you can't resist mm-hmm. the devil in your own strength and no. your own ability. He's, no. He is stronger than you. Right. You know, we're getting into a time, I have to reiterate this truth once we get around Halloween time, October with my girls because demonic stuff. And, oh, sure. And, uh, you know, I always tell my girls like, you know, you don't, you don't got to be afraid. Like you are victorious. You are stronger. You, you are, uh, have the power over that stuff, yeah. not in you, but because Christ is right. in you. Yeah. You know, the Bible says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in me. Right. So that, if that yeah. spirit is mm-hmm. in me, he that lives in me is greater than he's in the world. Yeah, the one that's, that's controlling right. the atmosphere right. of this world, yep. we have overcome, but we got to do it through the power of God. And and I just, I'm, this is one of the translations I'm just falling in love with, but, yep. you know, be super naturally infused. You know, we need super natural power. Guys, this is a time in an era of, we got to be spiritual, spiritual men of God, mm-hmm. supernatural. We need supernatural power. Right. We need an infusion of it, which comes via Holy Spirit. That's right in our lives. So every day we got to wake up every day 
every day wake up and say, I need an infusion yeah. today. You yeah. know, it's like, it's kind of like, what is that? People who have kidney issues, they got to go. Dialysis. Dialysis, yeah. which is what? It's, what is that doing? It's like Cleans, giving. Cleansing the blood. Cleansing the blood, yeah. et cetera. But it's, sure. it's all like, we need an infusion of like. Right. Day, uh, day, daily dosage, uh, an right. infusion of, of supernatural power and strength in our life with Jesus Christ. Well, so you think of the infusion process. That's when something is, it's an object that's being filled from the outside with something else to give it a different flavor, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of food when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, to be supernaturally infused, that's us allowing the Holy Spirit inside of us to make us a different flavor i guess <laughs> yeah and that's your decision that's your choice you have to let the holy spirit yeah, sure. in to do that and i again i love this version the last sentence where it says stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you we're going to get to this in a month or two here uh greg okay. with uh the star wars we're going to cover that you know yeah. the new movie coming out it looks powerful and the star wars we know it guys come on it's all about the force That's you know right. the power use the force <laughs> use the force uh, guys the force we have inside of us is real it's powerful yes. it's greater it's beyond star wars sci-fi force we have the f- explosive listen to this explosive power of the holy spirit is flowing in and through us to give us victory. Amen. Amen. Well any, said. Any last thoughts there, Pastor Greg? No, I think I'm good, man. All right. Sounds good. We will talk to you guys next time, hopefully with Kelly Stevens. Yes. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. Have a good one. <laughs> Kelly Stevens will come back. It's okay, guys. Modern Christian dads. Modern Christian dads. Modern Christian dads. Dads. Dads.